Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. 0614-104-107 and you can also drop me an X at Aldrin Sampia. We're in conversation next with Dr. Mike Masiapato, who's a commissioner of the Border Management Authority. So earlier today, a delegation of the Border Management Authority officials met with the United Nations Assistant High Commissioner for Protection to discuss how these institutions can use a port um, port operations uh, data to manage the movement of persons across the borders and how these two institutions can also work together to further enhance international as well as humanitarian laws. And we're now in conversation with Commissioner Masiapato. Commissioner, good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. What necessitated this meeting? Uh, I mean, I appreciate the invitation. So, Adrian, as you will be aware, as the Border Management Authority, we had fairly taken over the operations at the port, uh, which effectively means that we are now the front um, organization, even when it comes to handling the people who arrive at the port wanting to uh, get asylum uh, from South Africa, as it were. So on that basis, we met with the United Nations um, High Commission for Refugees, as well as the International Office on Migration. The intention for the conversation at uh, Aldrin, hence we have it here in Bedford, was to be able to fairly uh, uh, describe the role of the border management authority to this uh, UN structures, but also make them understand the interface between ourselves as well as the Department of Home Affairs, which then operates internally in terms of the refugee reception center. But secondly, we also reflected on the kind of capacity building uh, partnership that we need to build uh, together with them so that they can effectively assist us on the ground as we do this work to make sure that as we do the work, we comply with all the international protocols and conventions as provided for. And and did the UNHCR at all raise issues around South Africa's commitment towards um, international laws uh, with regards to the safekeeping of um, refugees and asylum seekers? Was that an issue that was raised at all? Yeah, obviously what they were interested in was to understand the commitment of the Border Management Authority as a newly established authority responsible for this work at the level of the port. So on that basis, they uh, wanted the commitment uh, at a strategic level in terms of uh, the work that we are supposed to be doing in handling the asylum seekers at the port level. And indeed, we gave them those commitments, and we have also indicated that Despite the work at the policy level that is being done by the Department of Home Affairs, led by the minister around the issue of um, the white paper and the refining of the policies and all of those issues, in the current, we are implementing the laws as they stand, as well as the regulation as they stand. So we had to give them that commitment that indeed, as we do this work, we are complying to the existing provisions. And of course, once all the amendments have been done, we should be able to get new directives from the ministry as well as the department, and we should be able to implement them at that particular point. But for now, it was just truly to make the commitment as the DNA that indeed we are doing this particular in line with the Immigration Act of the Republic. 
also still still speaking about the issue of refugees as well as um, asylum seekers, since the establishment of the Border Management Authority, has there been any um, changes in how the processing of these applicants or applications that are brought um, before the Home Affairs Department? I know that this is, of course, something that is dealt with by the Home Affairs Department, but is there any role that the Border Management Authority plays in around that particular issue. So somebody crosses the border undocumented at the time and then says that I am an asylum seeker. What does the Border Management Authority do before the person even gets to a Home Affairs um, office where the application would be processed? So Adrian, let me respond to that question in two ways. The first way is the correct way. The correct way is that the person who wants to um, request or seek asylum is applicant should then present themselves before a port of entry. And when they arrive here, they obviously present themselves before an immigration officer. And at that point, they will indicate that they are an asylum seeker. So on that basis, our officials will be in the center where they come from, what are they uh, running away from, and all of those kind of issues. Once all those uh, administrative things have been done, then they are going to issue a section 23 permit according to the Immigration Act which then allows that person to enter the Republic and be able to uh, go and present themselves before a refugee reception center, which is a home affairs facility inside the country. And that is where they are going to present themselves and the Section 23 that we have given them. Because Section 23 gives them 14 days to appear before a refugee status determination officer at the refugee reception center in the Republic. So in that context, they will then do their applications and then the process will unfold and all of those are activities done by the Department of Home Affairs. So from the DNA side, it is just on the basis of Section 23. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem that we have is when somebody does not support of entry but enter the Republic through a borderline and wants to go to Home Affairs and request them to, be, to, to they request the Department to process them for asylum requests. That is the problem. The department will not be able to process a person who enters the republic on the borderline without a section 23 because that already is a problem. And those are the issues that we try to discourage and say all the asylum seekers, let them present themselves before an official port of entry and they will be processed accordingly. A final one, Commissioner. Um, the meeting that was held with uh, your counterparts in Mozambique to uh, deal with streamlining the um, some of the logistical issues with relations to uh, the Limbombo border post. Yeah, so what we did, uh, Adrian, because uh, as we say as the Border Management Authority, this work, we cannot do it by ourselves alone. So we have to cooperate with our, uh, with our neighboring countries. So we had a conversation with our colleagues from Mozambique. During November, I made a delegation to Maputo. We engaged on everything. So what was happening in the past week or so, it was the signing of the actual agreement between us and our Mozambican counterparts on how do we streamline the processes, particularly in the Bombo, and how do we make sure that we better facilitate the movement of trucks as they go into the Maputo port. So we have signed all of those agreements, and now we are busy with the implementation stage in as far as those processes are concerned. And then in terms of a crime that is being detected by the Border Management Authority, especially on the Limbobo border post, um, have you picked up whether there is an increase um, or a decrease in terms of cars that are being hijacked, stolen in South Africa, and then being transported to Mozambique via the Limbobo border post? Yeah, 
You see, and, uh, as far as the border is concerned, meaning the actual ones coming through the border, yeah. we have not detected any, any increase per se in as far as that part is concerned. Because we have intensified the operation, we work with a number of stakeholders in terms of detecting any possible stolen vehicles. The one that persists as a problem, the one where they go into the borderline. For example, the Nkari Amigana issue, we continue to do the work there together with members of the SNGF. There is not necessarily a, a different fight, but the problem continues and we continue to intercept and we continue to address the problem as we are supposed to. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, Commissioner for the Border Management Authority, Dr. Mike Masiabak.